Welcome to Fallen from Grace, Reluctant Conversations with Grace Tempany. Um, Grace, when we are confused about how we feel about something or a conversation that we're maybe afraid to have, one of the things I thought that really helps is to be able to define or even put some sort of label on what that feeling is. Mm. One of those that I think really would help this idea of reluctant conversations is the vulnerability hangover. I don't know if it was 12 hours, 24 hours or 48 hours after the intro went out, because I feel like this vulnerability hangover has been um, it's been something I've been very attuned to just in the in the lead up to to launching Fallen from Grace. Because um, it's it's a sense of it kind of it's in my cells, it's in my it's in my bones, literally. And even speaking now, it's like kind of squirmy, like I'm just here um, not like I know what I want to say, but but I also know that it's really tricky to find to find the words to explain it. But essentially the vulnerability hangover comes when you have, I guess, exposed or revealed a layer of yourself hitherto maybe unseen or unseen to the majority, only seen to a few. Um, vulnerability is, is tricky these days. It's, we love to use it. I mean, I think ever since Brene Brown has done such important work in this regard, and, and I mean, we owe her so much for bringing, I guess, more into kind of mainstream culture and, and giving us the language to talk about these feelings. but. But vulnerability, authenticity, um, it's just been grossly oversimplified and completely thwarted. Um, so much of what we see on display, um, and that choice of word display is, is interesting that I've just used it there because it is a display. Uh, vulnerability shouldn't be a display. Vulnerability should be, I, I guess, a kind of a, um, an almost reluctant embodied sense of Oh, um, I'm 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 really um, I'm really digging deep within myself to bring part of my soul forward. Um, whereas a display of vulnerability is, I think, more often what we tend to see, and it is this kind of performative, very socially acceptable vulnerability. As in, I will share my pain, but ultimately there's no risk at all that you the public are going to reject me because of this share of my pain sharing of my pain um, and I think there is a safety in so much of this performative vulnerability shall I call it you know in this moment um, where where it's curated you know, it, it becomes something that's 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 totally performative, totally fake, artificial. And and I, I think so, so common that actually this real vulnerability is is reluctant. Like we do not want to be vulnerable. It's so much in our beings to self-protect for the, um, you know, culturally, ancestrally, just for the survival of the species, to let the guard down, to let the boundaries down. We are um, 
we're hardwired, I think, to self-protect, but we're also hardwired for that vulnerability. Um, it, it, it just we just don't often see that many examples of it, I don't think. And I think that's maybe why it feels all the more so like I had a vulnerability hangover and I still do have one because there is a sense that what I'm doing with this project, what we're doing with this project could lead to a a real sense of being more rejected than admired, more rejected than accepted and more cast out than embraced in. And that I think is the key to vulnerability that that really um there is that softening that that that's the core of it I think that's the core of it and these reluctant conversations um that's what people are 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 courageously coming forward um to 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 engage in you know and and it is a it it is a very explorative kind of uh, exploratory somatic like very felt sense in the body so you've been lucky enough so far to get after the intro episode to actually have a few a few people approach yeah more than a few yeah blown away absolutely blown away and that was i guess the most gorgeous you know um process of just spontaneously kind of people people reaching out and doing so in that utterly vulnerable reluctant place of you know I'm kind of half hoping grace you'll say no or you know that maybe I'm too late and you have enough people and I mean nobody I'll be I'll be welcoming anyone you know who 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 wants to to take that step to come forward but but it's a huge thing um well I mean it's a huge thing I I think it's a I think it will be a very you know supportive and vulnerable space that will be co-held but um but I do think it's it it's kind of radical I think it's kind of radical to to do this to really to really kind of enter into the discomfort to do it publicly to do it on air to record it and to share it with people there's something truly kind of radical about that when um when it feels like there's not that many examples of it yeah it's courageous i think that's what brenny brown was saying about vulnerability that yeah. there is no vulnerability without courage. courage yeah and for me the key to what you're saying is that well if there's no vulnerability without courage why do you need to be courageous if you're opening yourself up to the world because it's hard i mean you only have to look at the root of the word courage it's core latin core it's it's heart the word for heart is in courage it's wholeheartedness it's it's um but it's also self-awareness and getting to getting to getting very very clear with your on your own voice um and and what's you and what's not you and you know i think to be kind of courageous and to be vulnerable you have to go a little step further in your own personal journey of self acceptance but self awareness um and i think that's actually perhaps what you can kind of maybe observe in 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 
in some of the other kind of, you know, some conversations that you'll that you'll hear publicly, even on other forums, on presented on TV, presented on other podcasts. But, uh, you know, a sense of a of a of a sense of a sharing from a vulnerable space. But I don't know. Ultimately, I kind of listen and I feel I I feel like I haven't heard sharing from the core of the person's being I haven't that it have they haven't perhaps even come to know it themselves um and so what is coming forward as it you know presented as uh, as themselves is is more of an artificial persona or more of the what they choose to present to the world and I think you know you can you can present a persona to the world for so many 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 years that you forget it's like wearing a mask, you know, um, if you take that mask off, you know, you, you really are a stranger then because everybody has come to know you um, in your masked version. Um, I, I, I think ultimately the, the path and maybe, you know, the link between the, the, the practice that I share with people, the teaching that I share, what I offer people to have a to have a look at is how their own personal journey of getting to know themselves better will lead to a greater capacity to be vulnerable will lead to a greater capacity to be courageous will lead to a greater capacity to operate with empathy from the heart will lead to a greater connection to your intuition but that within that process that journey that path there is a, a an embracing of being at the height of approval or appraisal and the depths of the fall from grace. You know, it's the integration of light and dark and, you know, shadow comes into this as well. A personal favorite topic to work on with people. Um, but it's it's both and it's both and and it's never a case of um, of, of of choosing you know, bits of our parts of our lives that we want to enhance and other parts that we would prefer to suppress. So, yeah, vulnerability is how can I bring the light and the darkness into um, a, a more integrative place in my being so I can be more courageous and wholehearted in my in my life and my acting and my operations and my words um, and my interactions with others. So true vulnerability is probably about finding and accepting a truth. Yeah, your truth. Um, and just and surrendering to the truth when you when you when you come across it, when you when you encounter it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, there's a great there's a great Winston Churchill random now what I'm going to say <laughs> when did I think Winston Churchill would come into a, a recording on vulnerability there's a great quote about he says people sometimes stumble over the truth but then they carry on as if nothing happened um, and I think that's very much true of, 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 of human beings that we encounter the truth be it our you know our own we encounter it within ourselves we get a glimpse of what we know we need to do who we are and then we kind of want to brush it off and continue as if it never happened um and maybe the vulnerability and maybe that's what the grace is as well maybe that's what living with grace is um is allowing that truth to become part of your experience to take it 
into the bones, into the cells to start to live it um, and and to understand that the journey really is about becoming more of who you are through enlarging the container um, rather than, you know, discovering things about yourself that you'd rather not discover and uh, and trying to get rid of them for fear of being seen, you know, um, for fear of being disapproved of. And it's interesting to see from comments and reactions that a lot of people are referring to conversations from their past. Maybe there's a lot of family conversations in that. Mm. Yeah, it's something I've I've picked up on, not just maybe in, in some feedback that's come in after the intro episode, but but also just in, in chats I've had with people over over the years, even just um a, a very much a sense that that sometimes the reluctant conversation that you're most aware of is not one that you're not having, but it's one that's not been had within your family of origin, family that you were born into. Um you know, it's nearly a whole next level to explore within this podcast, but it's it's something that I'm I'm very interested in in looking at how the inherited unspoken reluctant conversations um become our inheritance actually um but how we can choose to nearly break a cycle by speaking um and that really our voice if we can learn to use it can be our liberation you know um and it's not such a new idea actually you know um to 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 look at it that way but i think do if you're listening to this and your first i suppose instinct might be oh I, I don't know if I could even choose between all the reluctant, reluctant conversation ideas I have. That might be the case for you. But um, if you're maybe not so quick to find one, maybe go one step further with your inquiry and 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 look look within your family at, at things that are unspoken, because it's a very good place to start. OK, so I think we can leave it there. Yeah. Information on how to get in touch is in the show notes down below. Um, and yeah, till next time. Until next time. Thanks for stopping by. Live in grace. <laughs> <laughs>